Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hey friends, welcome back. Happy spring. We just got home from spring break and it was a really long overdue and much needed time to unplug. One thing I have noticed over the course of the pandemic is that so many of us have been in constant pivot mode. We have been learning to work at home. We've been learning to work remotely. We've been learning to work remotely at home with our children. We've been learning to work remotely at home with our children while they try to learn remotely. And we have just been dancing as fast as we can for 18 months. One of the beauties of the work I do and have almost always done is that I've always been location independent. I've always been able to work remotely. I've been able to work online mostly. And I know that one of the dangers of working online that to me has been magnified, particularly by this pandemic and by the magnification of kind of our workspace is that it's so easy to not ever turn off. And as I was getting ready for our spring break, we had been only home for about five weeks since we were in Florida working remotely. And I was feeling pretty exhausted. So one of the conscious decisions that I made while I was away this week was to have an out of office, to actually clear my calendar, tell all of my coaching clients that I was not going to work with them this week, not work with my coaches, not do my writing classes. There were definitely a few things that had to be left on the calendar because of urgent needs, but it was such a good practice. And I noticed several times when prompts would come through or uh, someone would you know, send me an email with a calendar link and invite me to connect. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have all this time. I could absolutely connect this week. But I forced myself not to. And in fact, one day we were sitting in the pool and I had been watching The Crown and I brought my iPad to the pool and I was watching The Crown in the middle of the day at the pool while my kids swam. And my husband looked at me like I had grown a separate head. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm watching my show. (laughs) It felt like the most wonderful embracing of holiday vibes to just sit and watch something and thoroughly enjoy it in the middle of the day. And it just got me thinking about how it is so difficult when we are starting to be used to working at home and we have all this new freedom that many of us who are entrepreneurs and moms and working remotely and online for some time now know that this can be a real trap. And so I just want you to pause and take notice of whether you might be letting some of the boundaries that used to 
separate your home life and your work life get a little blurry. And if you have, I want you to give yourself grace and know that we all have. But now is a great time to reset some of those boundaries, to take some time and slow down, even if you're not traveling, even if you're not taking a vacation, to intentionally set some time in your calendar to rest and unplug. Now, you don't have to watch The Crown in the middle of the day, although I highly recommend it. Season one and season two are really good. But find something that you love doing that feels a little bit delightful. It feels a little bit scandalous to do in the middle of the day. And create a time block in your calendar to just take off time. Or if you just cannot take time in the middle of the day, here are some other ideas. As you know, I'm a really big fan of getting up earlier in the morning and carving out time for yourself. We as mothers are taught to put everybody before us. And the more we do that and the more that we run after everybody's needs and wants and the less time we make for ourselves, the further away we get from who we are, what we need and how to really show up in our authentic joy. So instead of being like me, who was someone who was a wake up and keep up kind of mom for about the first five years of my kid's life, I implore you to make extra time in the day, whether it's 15 minutes in the morning or 30 minutes in the morning. You don't have to wake up at 5.30. You can wake up just a little bit earlier, or you can get up and get your kids to school or get your kids set up on work, and then take 15 to 25 minutes and just sit down and be with yourself. Take some time to do a meditation, a little breath work, some centering, and some free writing. Free writing, like morning pages, three pages of just brain dump writing, is so freeing and good. It just takes all of the mental chatter and clutter and puts it onto paper and frees us of that space. And a simple meditation practice, something as simple as closing your eyes and being present with your breath can have a powerful impact and ripple out into the rest of your life. The other spaces you could look for are creating a calendar reminder every 45 minutes to get up, stand up, and do some movement. Simple, but so powerful. Because when we get up, we move we change our energy. And when we change our energy, we change our mindset. And after that, you can also schedule an actual lunch break. So many times through this year, I would find myself sitting with my husband and my kids, all of us on computers and shoveling food in while we work because there weren't enough hours in the day. But when I stop and ask myself, where did I come up with that story? there aren't enough hours in the day. Where is that time scarcity coming from? And what does it lead to? It just leads me to more lack. So now when I hear myself say that, or when I hear myself going down that train of thought of there aren't enough hours, there isn't enough time, I pause and I ask myself, what are the three most important things that we do today? We, meaning me, myself. (laughs) What are the three most important things that I accomplished today? 
and everything else can let go. Hey friend, are you ready to finally 10X your energy and feel that impact in your life and business? I'm hosting a free masterclass this month and I would love you to join me. You'll have a chance to experience the life-changing power of breathwork combined with embodiment and vision to begin your journey toward the best version of you. You can find all the details at my website, www.onyourock.com forward slash masterclass. It's free and it's happening on April 27th, 29th, and 30th. Hope to see you there. The fourth thing is setting time at night to turn off our devices and just be. A digital sunset is such a powerful practice and one that I am not going to sit on here and tell you that I have mastered at all, but it's something I'm aspiring to. It can happen in two phases. One is that at five o'clock, everybody in the house puts their phone away on silent, on airplane mode, and you just spend the time together before bed. Sometimes that's not always possible, but we have started to set a more firm guideline for our family, particularly as my kids start to get older and be more interested in their own electronics, that at five o'clock or at you know 15 minutes before dinner, we set aside our phones, put them on airplane mode, and put them away until after dinner if we need to check in. Most nights, because I'm a mom and an entrepreneur and often my day ends at three o'clock when I've gone to pick up my kids, I will pick back up and do some work after the kids have gone to bed. So I allow myself the time to do that. But another powerful practice is to make sure you're turning off your phone half an hour before you go to bed. So noticing if you are lying in bed scrolling right before you go to bed, it's been proven through scientific studies that the blue light in our phone is damaging our sleep patterns, but also scrolling and having those dopamine hits and having that brain reaction is not ideal for pre-bed. So I've started wearing an aura ring, which tracks my sleep it tracks my heart rate and my temperature and my sleep patterns. And it really, because I am competitive at heart, gives me a way to track the things that um, are happening at night while I'm sleeping, and it gives me a sleep score, which being take two. So the Aura Ring tracks my sleep and my heart rate variability and my temperature and gives me an overall sleep score. And being an A-type competitive soul of a human, I love seeing a score, and then I can work toward increasing that score. So that's been a really powerful tool in helping me to manage my sleep And one of the things that helps me to get a better sleep score, in addition to eating earlier, drinking more water, and turning off my electronics before bed. So instead, I try to read my Kindle. I try to have my gratitude journal right next to the bed, jot down any notes that I'm thinking last minute for tomorrow. And then once I go to sleep, I also make a commitment to myself at night not to check my phone when I wake up. So we talked about the power of waking a little bit earlier and setting intentions for the day. If you are someone who lies in bed and scrolls your phone, no judgment, but I want you to experiment with one week 
of leaving your scrolling, your email, checking your phone for 30 minutes to an hour of your first part of your day. When we check email, when we check Instagram, we are checking in on other people's energy and their agendas, and we are letting their tone set the tone for our day. Having done this myself, I know the power and have experienced the power and want you to experience the power of what it's like to start your day without scrolling and letting someone else influence your energy. Wake up, check in, and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I going to be today? And how do I want to show up for the world? And with that intention and energy, you set your goals, your intention, your tasks, your calendar for the day, and then you check in on everyone else's agenda. So those are five simple ways to help to create more rest and better rest in our day. There are so many fun and creative ways that you could set some time to rest and relax, to turn off your computer, to turn off the email, whether it's taking a super long lunch break twice a week and going for a walk after you eat, putting away your computer and having the time to read and talk to someone instead of checking emails and listening to things while you eat going to bed a little bit earlier, turning off the electronics, waking up in the morning and deciding how you are going to show up, carving out time for you before you make time for anyone else. And I promise these small, tiny habits and shifts are going to help you to feel better, do better, and find more joy. So until next time, let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hey friends, if you love these concepts and want to go deeper, you can go to my website, www.anyarock.com forward slash coaching, and let's connect. I would love to help you navigate these interesting and challenging times with more ease and more flow. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore rock your joy. Till next time. Rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.